What's up, boys and girls? It's your boy Tom back with another episode of the Tom Talks Podcast. And today's episode, we'll start off a little differently. Apparently, Steve Harvey's uh, comments from about 10 years ago, 10, 11 years ago, uh, made a comeback about him saying he doesn't have any female friends. Let's listen to what he has to say. Hopefully, I don't get fucked over by uh, copyright. Remember in the classic movie when Harry met Sally and the character played by Billy Crystal insisted, men and women can't be friends, just a friend, are delusional. This kind of frank talk is why expectations are high that straight talk will rival his first breakthrough bestseller. So where did this come from? I mean, it's a blessing, true enough, but really it was just me sitting down being honest. All of my friends are men. I don't have female friends. I don't. I'm, I'm incapable of that. Why? And, what do you mean? Well, because, you know, come on. Because you have a wife. Well, I have a wife, and I don't, I don't really have female friends because, look, okay, let's get rid of this myth <laughs> right here. Okay, I'm going to tell you this. Let's get rid of this right here. There, you, you're an attractive woman. There are some guys somewhere saying, yeah, I'm, we're friends. No, that's not true. He's your friend only because you have made it absolutely clear that nothing else is happening except this friendship we have. Mm-hmm. We remain your friends in hopes that one day there'll be a crack in the door, a chink in the armor, and trust and believe that guy that you think is just your buddy, he will slide in that crack <laughs> the moment he gets the opportunity. Because we're guys. He way? ain't wrong here. 99.9% of us think that way. And you tell this to a woman and it just blows her back. No, I have male friends. You have male friends because they know it can be nothing else right now. I tell you what, all your male friends, just ask them in a friendly way. If, if I wanted to date you, would you be okay with that? And watch, watch the fireworks. <laughs> watch. I'm telling you. I mean, there, he's not wrong at all. He, I, I 100% agree with what he says. Like, most men, like, most guys, will we want to be friends, quote-unquote, friends with a woman? It's, we want to, we also hope for to get more out of it than just being friends. I mean, it's date, we all, we eventually want to date and then marry, uh, maybe in the future there you want to marry, but... The problem is, like, they, the problem with men trying to be friends with women is that either A, women, most women run the friendship because it's, they're the ones who are in charge of it. They're, they're saying, oh, I like you, but just not in that way. I mean, look at my notes. Let me look at my notes real quick. Um, and the, another reason is, like, one of them are bound to catch feelings for the other, and 99% of the time, it's the guy. I mean, I'm, sh- I'm not saying that women don't catch the feelings for the guys, too. But most most of the time, well, most of my friendships with women, I've caught in the feelings. And I just like, and it just doesn't, hasn't end well for me. And that's why I don't have that many. I really have more, my own personal experience, there are more um, acquaintances than anything. So, and then the friendship gets ruined. And then, but... Also, but the one thing I will say is that it's also a mindset where where I think Steve Harvey is possibly in the wrong is that uh, it's 
some people might call that, oh, you're immature for saying, oh, they, they don't have any female friends or only just want to have sex with them. I mean, that's, that is, that is true. You can only, you could be called immature, but, but it's also like a mindset. It's like, what do you want? I, it's just really more so like, what do you want out of it? Like, do you just want to be friends or do you want more than that? But most of the time, like the women have this say so, like if, a woman doesn't like you that way. They're just gonna, like, oh, we're just gonna be friends, and uh, that's all we're gonna have to say about that. But let's move on to the more. Let's move on to Tim Tebow. Apparently, he, him siding with the Jaguars has really blown up the internet and made a lot of people angry. So, for those of you who don't know, he, he used to play college football at Florida, at the University of Florida, and he was one of the best athletes in the in college football. He was drafting the first, it says right here, uh, resurfaced earlier this week, signed a one-year contract with the Jacksonville Jaguars, who currently, who are currently coached by Tim Tebow's old coach, Urban Meyer. Two won a pair of college national, national championships together, usually in Florida in 2006 and 2008, and he also won the Heisman for the most outstanding college football player in 2007. Uh, let's see, he played quarterback throughout his career, most of, most of his professional career, would join the Jaguars as a tight end. He reportedly had five other tight ends on the roster, Oh shit! Another five other ones. I have Chris Mannertz, James O'Shawnsney, Luke Farrell, Ben Ellefson, and Tyler Davis. I didn't know they had five other tight ends on the roster. Holy shit! But yeah, his NFL career did not last that long. I know he played a little bit of baseball. He said, "So let's see." Tim Tebow, my, meanwhile, hasn't played NFL game since 2015. My fucking mouth will stop moving out all the way everywhere. He worked as a broadcaster for the SEC Network and became a professional baseball player. He played four seasons in the minor leagues in a massive 2.222 batting average, getting 222 hits on 11-19 plate appearances. He played 306 total games, some memorable moments, hitting a home run during the first plate appearance single A minor league baseball for the Columbia Fireflies. For that, he smacked a home run on his first pitch in an instructional league for instructional league game for the New York Mets in 2016. Alright, so let's see something about getting married. Uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. At least in the days following the news of his possible NFL return, some national media turned turned the conversation towards question of talent, how far your name really goes, privilege and nep nepotism. Here's the quandary with here's the quandary, Tim Tebow. East Phoenix McFarland said Tim Tebow was really a good college athlete who some people around the country think has been treated with a lot of privilege. Decent athletes has been given a lot of things and a lot of chances. Other people love the story about his faith and his relationship with God and pers perseverance. He, he's got allegiance. I mean, he's not wrong there. Tebow, Tebow has a lot of fans and been the media darling for years. The term Tebow effect has been around since college today. He's a clean-cut Christian, someone who is hard to hate if you identify with his values, McFarland said. He's polarized because of one hand, everyone, everybody who believes in his values, they believe in Tim Tebow regardless if he can play down, play a down football. And on the other hand, if you have football players say, hey, it's great that you're faith, it's great you're a tough guy, but you can't play football anymore, you couldn't hit a baseball. He's not a good player, he's just a polarizing human, he's a polarizing former athlete we can't stop talking about. I mean, I kind of have to agree with him. I mean, I don't know about, I mean, I don't know about the whole privilege thing. A lot of 
people saying that, oh, it's racist that he's getting another chance in the NFL. I mean, I think it's just, it really comes down to two things, the whole Tim Tebow thing, in my opinion. Networking is very important. Knowing people, like, knowing and befriending people in high places is very important. And establishing and establishing relationships. Yeah, like, those two things are um, very important. It doesn't matter in which industry you work with. Relationships will always be... Establishing relationships, maintaining relationships will always be very important when it comes to networking versus networking and, like, if you're talented or deserve it or whatever. And, yeah, a lot of people don't think he deserves the uh, chance, but it is... But you know what? I don't think he's going to be that good of a player. We'll see how it works out. I don't think he'll... And just, yeah, like I said, I just don't think he'll be a good player. Hopefully, I'm not like a hater. I respect Tim Tebow. I respect his. Ta- I respect what he did in college football. I respect what he, the little he did in the NFL. I respect him as a human being. He's like a very good human being. Very, and like he said, polarizing. I'm in a way he is very polarizing. So we'll see what happens. This is a wait and see kind of thing. But let's see if he'll even make the roster. So, but let's move on to. Let's move on to the NFL release schedules. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I reside in the Philadelphia, near the Philadelphia area. I am an Eagles fan, diehard since since the day I came out the womb. But even though we have the "quote unquote" easiest schedule in the NFL, I don't think we're going to be that good of a football team this year. There's just a lot of unknown factors that the whole like new head coach, new offensive scheme. Not enough of Jalen Hurst for me to be confident in him. I'm not saying he's not talented. I liked what I saw last year from Jalen Hurts. I just don't know if I'm just trying to figure out how to explain without like I'm like without sounding like a dickhead. Like I don't know how. God damn, I can't. I can't think of it right now. Like I. I just don't know how good he's going to be. That's that, that's all I can say. Just, I don't know how good he's going to be in whether it's this offense or... I mean, I like the pieces that we have around the team. Uh, the def- I like the... Def- I'm hoping the defense can step up. We still need a second corner and some linebacker help. But, um, yeah, so all, that's all I can say for right now. Uh, I don't think we're going to be a good team. So who I think... This is what I think is going to happen. So we have the schedule right here. I actually think we're going to beat Atlanta. Even they're not that much better than us. Like their offense is stacked. Their offense is talented and loaded, but their defense is god awful. I think we beat Atlanta, and then we go to we're home at San Francisco. I think we lose first game against Dallas. I don't think we're going to win, especially with Dak. Like they're arguably Dallas is the most talented offense in the division. Their defense is a lot in question, but I think. Dan Quinn being a part of that defense makes them a lot better. Especially having Keanu Neal back at safety and they drafted Micah Parsons. He's going to be the who's going to be the middle Mike linebacker. He's very talented. He's, I have no doubt that he could easily win defensive rookie of the year. Uh the Chiefs game, um, the game I'm hoping I'm trying to go to. I'm trying to see Patrick Mahomes play live. I don't think we're going to win that game. I think we're going to lose this game. At Carolina. I think we're going to win against the Panthers, so this is what? 1-0, 1-1, 1-2, 1-3, 
two and three. Tampa Bay, another game I'd love to go to. I'd love to see Tom Brady play in person. This might be his last time playing as a uh, Philadelphia Eagle. So that's a I, but I think we're gonna lose there. So it's two and four. At Vegas, I don't know, man. That's a that's really a coin flip right now. Right at this very moment, I think it's a coin flip, but I think we'll come out the other side winners. I think we beat Vegas. I think we beat Detroit. They're not that good of a team. So that uh, right now we're four and four. Chargers. Mm, I don't know. I think we lose the Chargers. Broncos, uh, I don't know. It's like another toss-up. These three, like, I, I think these three games are actually very more winnable than I thought at first. So, yeah, I think we top, I think we beat Denver. Actually, no, at Denver, I don't know. Fuck. Um, and originally, I only had, like, I was having, like, four or five wins, but, like, looking at it now, I think we have a lot more than that. So, let me see. Let's, hold on, let me recap. Hold on. Beat Atlanta. Lose to San Fran, lose to Dallas, lose to Kansas City, beat Carolina, lose to Tampa Bay. I say we beat Vegas, beat Detroit. Uh, let's see, L.A. Chargers, I think. I don't know. I'm going to say we lose that one. Lose to Denver. Actually, no, I think we beat Denver. We'll be 5-5 five five then. Saints... They're talented, but they don't have a lot of... I don't know about their um, quarterback situation. So, I guess we beat them last year without Drew Brees. So, I think we'll beat them again. So, that's 6-5. and five. At New York Giants, I think we lose at New York. Beat the Jets, so we're 7-6. Football, at Washington football team. That's a tough one. So, I said 7-6. Uh, their defense is tough, but I'm not scared of their offense. So I think we beat them once. Beat the Giants. That's So hold on. Let me write this down. I am like lost. So let me restart. Oh, this is like the third time I'm doing this in a row. I'm sorry. I, I'm feeling like a stooge right now. Alright, so we beat Atlanta. Lose to San Fran. Lose to Dallas. Lose to Kansas City. I think we beat Carolina, lose to Tampa Bay. Uh, these three games, I'm not sure. These, actually, these four, the next four games, like these from from Halloween to December fifth, like there's these are all very winnable games. I just don't know. Like these are all, honestly right now at this very moment, I think there's I think they're all coin flips. But I'm gonna say I'm predict we beat Vegas, we beat Detroit. Even though we haven't beaten Detroit since, like, 2013, I think. Broncos, I think we lose to Denver. We beat New Orleans, or one or the other way. We either These two games probably flip-flop. At New York, I say we lose the first time. We beat the Jets, and we go in the bye. I think we go 1-1 one one against, against the rest of the divisions, so... Against Washington, I think we beat them. Beat New York. Lose to Washington. And then beat Dallas. That's what, nine? Am I missing a game? 
Shit, I'm missing a game. What the fuck? Sorry, hold on. God damn it. I'm retarded today. I don't know how to do fucking math. Fuck, I'll just see if we go 9 and 8. That's actually a lot better than I thought we were going to be. Like, our schedule is very easy. But a lot of these are coin flips in my opinion. I'm just not that optimistic in our season this year. But other than that, let, let's look at the other big games this year. Start off with Tampa Dallas at Tampa Bay, of course, because fuck Dallas. They always get the fucking high score. And they always get the best uh, matchup games. They always get the, not the best matchup, the best primetime games. You know, they call themselves America team. They haven't been relevant since I was shitting my diaper. But uh, anyway, this is going to, that's probably, that's a pretty good opening game. Week one, um, we don't know anything about Green Bay right now. Buffalo and Pittsburgh. Uh, where are the other games? I'm trying to think. I know there's like some big matchups. Let me see. Let's rendezvous this schedule real quick. Oh, Baltimore, Kansas City. That's already week two. I thought that was a Monday night game for some reason, but yeah, good for them. That's gonna be a good game right there. I think the Chiefs win again, but where? I don't, this is what I want to talk about. This is probably the most. This game right here, most anticipated game of the year. And look at that. Tickets lost a thousand thirteen dollars. Holy fuck, dude, that's expensive as hell. That's fucking nuts. I can't believe that. That's wild. But uh, yeah, I think that I think we'll wrap it up here. This is all. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's check out some more uh, other games right now. Let's see. Before we wrap it up, let's try to find one more. Oh, can't see Buffalo rematch the AFC title game. One hundred fifty-eight. That's dirt cheap. What the fuck? Why is the low is six eighty-two for a fucking Atlanta and New York? Oh, it's London. Never mind. Let's just say, what the fuck? All right. Yeah, all right. Let's wrap. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck, I can't talk today. Let's wrap it up here today. Uh, this has been episode 15 of the Top Talks Podcast. Hope you enjoy. Catch, in, catch y'all next time.